Hey guys, it's Saucy Rockets episode sweet 16. We can drive now. We're so real and legit. So this is Mary. I'm Leah. And we're going to talk about, I guess some hockey. We could talk about that. Or not playing hockey. Not playing hockey. Yeah, so someone's not playing hockey right now. No, Who's I'm not, not playing, playing hockey? Lots of, lots of our teams are not playing hockey, but yes, someone yes, else is not playing and hockey. And like all of women's hockey. Yeah. Um, you know what? I will be probably back before a lot of women's hockey will be back. So that is yeah. true. I certainly hope so. Me too. Yeah. Um, so uh, let's let's explain yourself then, Leah. Explain myself. Explain well, yourself. Well, we are sitting here in my kitchen, and I currently have my booted ankle elevated in mm-hmm. a chair because it is in fact broken. Yeah, it is. It's like super, super surgery requiring broken. Well, surgery required because you had that first. Yes, yeah, surgery required. Yeah. So, so do I tell them how how this came to be a thing, Leah? <laughs> I mean, do I want to? <laughs> well, I have to gather up my energy. I'm not. I'm not a hundred percent right now. Um, well, it was two. Was it two Wednesdays ago? Two weeks ago? Maybe three. Yeah, two. I think yeah. it was two weeks ago. Two. Yeah. yeah, two. Yeah, it was a Wednesday night. So I went to play and. You know, game as usual. Um, and except I was the only woman there. And, you know, just playing, 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 whatever. And then I collide with someone. <laughs> collide is one way to describe what happened. <laughs> and then I fell. And then my ankle went one way. And my body went the other way. And it fucking hurt like a motherfucker. <laughs> and so I was just kind of laying on the ice. And... Uh, I don't know. I, I'm. There are so many things that happened that night. I just yeah. So like, so um, I I had I had been there and then I left because I wasn't skating that night. And um, one of the like the I guess the business manager for our program called me, and she said, "Mary, you have to come back to the rink right now. Lee has been really seriously injured." And I'm thinking, she broke her neck. Like she broke her head open somehow. Like she sounded so dire about it. Like things are very very bad. You have to get here right now. She needs someone with her. And then I'm thinking, like, okay, well, if she has a husband, not just, like, you know, me, her hockey wife, but okay, sure, whatever. Um, so I drive back, and meanwhile, I'm thinking, like, you know, Leah's dying, Leah's named, like, how can I get her, like, her family's phone number to call them and update them? To give the last rights. Right, to be like, uh, maybe someone should, like, go, like, find her or, like, be there with her since she's apparently been, like, very seriously injured. Um, and so I like, as I'm on my way back to the rink, I keep getting calls like, okay, okay she's in so much pain. She's in so much pain. It's excruciating. You know, oh we, my God. I didn't know they called we, you multiple times. Multiple times. Like we had to drag her off the ice on the barrier so she wouldn't move. Like, oh no, she's in too much pain to get her phone. I can't call her husband. Like we can't, we can't do anything. She's in so much pain. She's non-functional. And I'm like, is she like aware? Is she speaking? Is she unconscious? Like we just, we just can't get her a phone right now. So I'm thinking, what the hell happened? It wasn't. It wasn't that. <laughs> well, no. So like, that, I, I it makes me sound like a no. It, no, it made it sound like you were literally dying. And I'm sitting there thinking, like, okay, well, I have to like find, like, go let her husband know. I have to like, I could, I don't know, I could do whatever. Um, and so I go and I meet Lee at the hospital. I have to go in the ER and like wait until they let me back there. So I'm sitting in the ER waiting for her to get all settled. And then I get a text on my phone and I look down and it's from Leah. And the text says. Do you think the lightning is going to get swept? <laughs> and at that point, I knew that Leo was not dead or dying. And um, yeah, so that was basically... It could have been my ghost. It could have been your ghost is still obsessed with hockey. <laughs> <laughs> I want to go with ghost. Ghost, yeah. But um, yeah, I don't know. 
there's just so much to unpack here. So, I mean, the first thing I would like to say is that I have a lower body injury and I'm day-to-day. You are, she is day-to-day, yeah. And, um, and it's a playoff, so everyone is injured. Everyone is, everyone is injured, that is true. That's true. So I'm just like everyone else. Um, yeah. I mean, if this were really the playoffs, you'd shove that broken thing back in your skate and, like, yeah. get out there. Yeah. It was like, you know how, like... Sometimes, like, something is so broken that it's, like, kind of weird and dangly and floppy. That's kind of gross, how my gross, ankle gross. was. That's so gross. It was, like, it was at some, like, weird, That's like, so dangly That's angle. That's so disgusting. Yeah, it was not good. So, um, oh, but you know, you know what a good analogy is? Remember when Jeff Skinner had that apparently look, gruesome-looking ankle injury? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, when, when the Sabres were playing the Caps? Well... That's, like, what happened to me, except I don't have, like, tough figure hockey skating angles like Jeff Skinner, so... So you just snapped. So it just broke. Like a spaghetti noodle. The fucker. <laughs> My body I'm gonna blame it on your old skates. If you had new high-tech skates like Jeff Skinner does, they probably would have protected you. I pro- yeah, I actually think I need to get new skates because I have a... Pin and pins and a, and a plate in my ankle now, so that will likely change. That will likely change, my, my which is good since the dog tried to eat them. That's true. They they already have yeah. dog teeth marks in them. They do have and mold. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I know. I'm actually amazed that I didn't die of some type of infection mm-hmm. um, because. I'm amazed the EMTs didn't take them off of you and immediately put them in, like, a hazmat bag. I know. And, I like, send them off to the CDC, my, honestly. I don't really think that my feet or my foot has been cleaned since the incident occurred because, <laughs> I mean, maybe during surgery. I'm sure during surgery. But, like, Certainly that was... I hope so. Yeah, I don't know. But gross. So, anyways, um, it was really... It was really sad. I actually have a video of my... We do. We have incident. a video of the incident, which our yeah. coach sent to us, like, while we're sitting. So we're sitting in this in this <laughs> waiting room in the back of the ER. We keep getting forgotten about by the staff because it's, like, ass o'clock in the morning, and they're, like, closing the units down. And Leah's still in half her hockey gear because, like, they didn't take it all off. Um, and we're just, like, chilling, and our hockey coach is sending us these videos. Like, so here's a video of the hit. What do you think? Right. Yeah. So, um... Yeah, so what do, do you, you wanna, what do you do? Do you, wanna, do you wanna tell it? Maybe you should tell okay, it. Okay, so so I'm thinking, all right, so Leah is not especially tall, right? You know, she's you know one of the smaller folks. Yeah. And when we play with a lot of like dudes who are pretty tall or pretty I'm like, beefy or I'm whatever. Short even for a yeah. short people. Skaters. Right, and so I'm thinking too that like a couple month or so ago, one of the guys we skate with broke his ankle while playing and he just like he was by himself, he didn't collide with anybody, he just happened to like his blade caught an edge, something happened and he just fell weird and broke his ankle. So that's what I'm thinking happened. You know, she just fell weird. The ice is kind of crappy, you know, something just randomly happened. Um, and then like, I hear like, you know, oh, she like, she collided with somebody. I'm thinking, oh, well, you know, shit happens. Maybe there's a new player on the ice. They're like, you know, tussling for the puck, whatever. I don't know what. So our coach sends us this video and I'm sitting here in the ER, like, and I pull it up and we're watching it. He and didn't send it to me. He sent it to you. Yeah, he sent it to me. And also I would for the record like to say, <laughs> like, I don't know why people called you. Like, we're friends. I know. And I, <laughs> I don't know. Like, what do you have to do with any of this? No, so I, like, I answered the phone and I'm sitting there and I'm like, I'm thinking like, why are you calling me? Even in my, even in my pain, I was just like. No, I'm sitting here. I'm like, I don't understand why they're doing this. And I kept saying, well, have you called her husband? Because she has a husband. Like that would be the more appropriate person to call. Oh, no, no, no. He's, his number is not in our system. And I'm like, well, again, her phone is right there. Like look in her phone. And I wasn't dead. Right. And they're acting like, no, no, she's in too much pain. We can't, she can't do anything. She can't, she's in too much pain. She can't do anything. So I'm thinking you're like physically incapable of like unlocking your phone so they can call your husband. Um, and then so like after all this gets done, I'm like texting the business manager. I'm like, so maybe we should put together like an emergency point of contact list for the adult program. So like 
when this happens, we'll like know. When this happens, I don't buy random. Right. So like you don't call <laughs> my person. ass at like one o'clock in the morning. As yeah. happy as I was to come hang out and sit with Leah, like, you know, it's like maybe, you know, they've got spouses or other people they want to notify if they're dying. Um, well, and then a guy at the rink had like a heart attack last year and like literally oh did God. die at the rink a couple times. And, you know, they knew who he was and who his wife is so they could call her. But like if it had happened to apparently if Leah had had a heart attack and died at the rink, like we wouldn't have been able to call her husband. But they did resuscitate him, so he's alive. Everyone, yes, he's alive, he's alive and well, and still complaining about the fact that we that someone stole a pizza from Maybe him. You, Mary, you allegedly. I don't Mary, know who you're talking about. Mary is such a bitch that she <laughs> took his pepperoni pizza and ate it while he was laying dead in the locker room. Like I, I mean, that's exactly how that went down. Actually, yeah. You know what the funny thing is, though. Every time he sees me, he yells at me for taking his pepperoni pizza, but he doesn't realize that I was not there on the. You night weren't even there that night. See, yeah. we're just so we're just so linked in the. Uh, minds of everyone at the rank like whatever i do is not like your fault yeah. too apparently well i don't have the heart to tell him that i wasn't there it was like a very formative part of his it life was. you're like i wasn't even a part of it whatever. yeah i mean and, and he's been doing it for like eight months now. oh it's been a really like long time you can't you can't, can't go back on it at this point like, you know like how you've been talking about your pepperoni pizza <laughs> for like 20 years <laughs> like i was at home in bed i was there sorry um so anyway our coach shit happens at the ring yeah shit happens at the ring so anyway our coach sends me this video and he's like what are your thoughts? And I'm thinking, I don't know what my thoughts are. So I pull it up. And so it's the scrimmage and they're like going down the ice after the puck and there's Leah in her orange jersey. And I'm like, okay, well, there's lots of empty ice around her. So no one's like accidentally running into her. And then I see Cheeto, our friend <laughs> Cheeto from the green team skating over and he doesn't have the puck. He did have the puck. For a bit. Like, he didn't keep it. Wait, are you accusing me of laying a little I'm just saying, so Leah Leah turns directly towards him, and I'm thinking something's about to happen, something's about to happen, and then Leah drops her shoulder and, like, straight on drives, like, right into his chest, like she's trying to take him out. And then, like, she ends up falling because, you know, shit happens. And we're not taught how to check because this is non-checking hockey. And then she, like, fell and landed badly. And, you know, that was that. It would have been fine. It's nothing I haven't done before. (laughs) I know. I know. So I I watched the video and I, like, write back to our coach. And I'm like, did she just just try to check him? And he was like, (laughs) yep. Yeah, he also emailed it to me with a question, thoughts? (laughs) So he didn't want to say it was your fault. Right. But, um, but, but then the funny thing is, is, I think I might've been in a rage blackout, but not r- really a rage blackout. Because, <laughs> You're just in a hockey blackout, yeah, because, apparently. Because, um, cause he, he asked if I had, was angry at him. Like, did he do something to you? I mean, why, why did you do that? And then I, I said, I don't remember even doing anything. Doing, I didn't remember intending to do that. I was trying to be aggressive and like play physically, right. you know, as you do in hockey. But, right. I I didn't try. I wasn't trying to kill him because he was like, it looked like you were absolutely trying to murder him. Yeah, like it looked like. Yeah, I think if the size differential had been opposite, you would have like launched him into the stratosphere. <laughs> it was not good. Yeah, so it was really funny. I mean, of course, yeah. it was also funny too because um, the next week I was at the rink you know, helping with check in for the adult things, and, and Cheeto showed up with his dad, and they were both going to skate. And our coach came over, and he was like, you know. Leah had to have surgery. Like, she was really badly hurt by that hit you laid on her, by you running into her, dude. Like, she's really badly hurt. Like, you know, you really messed her up. And this kid, like, his face fell. He's like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. Like, I don't know what happened. Like, I don't I don't know what happened. And I, like, looked at him. I'm like, he's starting shit with you. Like, we saw the video. This was... 
not that's not how this went down. He was so upset. He's like, I'm so sorry. Tell her I'm so sorry. I'm so so sorry. I, I mean, the whole thing is really just infuriating because, um, I mean, well, first of all, you called me, you, I think that you called me Thomasina Wilson again. <laughs> I did. I did. You're our well, very own Thomasina Wilson. But, but second of all, it actually did, it, it, it looked exactly like one of those, like, centerized hits at Tom Wilson. Yes, it did. Where he kind of runs into someone and kind of spins around a little bit. It was, and like the, the like other a, person. Oops, yeah. I didn't yeah. mean to do that. Yeah. Remember, remember the hit on Oscar Sunkiss yes. that he got suspended for? Of course for? I it looked, remember. It looked like that, except I didn't make head contact because I'm too short. <laughs> But that's exactly what yeah, it was like. So yeah, yeah whatever. Um, but I it was it was really infuriating because the person that I collided with, who Mary keeps referring to as a Cheeto, like we call him that because he's literally orange. He's literally like Cheeto Donald Trump orange. Yeah. I think his girlfriend owns a spray tan place or something. <laughs> well, I guess that's how they show love. Okay, so just to give you an idea about this guy, so <laughs> well, we've talked about him actually, before, yeah. No, we I don't think we have. So he actually turned He's turned, like, slightly brown, but I think it's because that he broke up with his tanning salon girlfriend, so he's not with her anymore. But, but anyways, like, right after it happened, he was like, he kind of, he was standing over at me, and he was like, oh, babe. (laughs) I'm so so sorry, babe. And I was just like... <laughs> laying there, and like I just broke my ankle, and I'm like, oh my god, like what is wrong with you? <laughs> so then, um, but but also he's just he's just like a little bit of a weirdo. I mean, he is I, like, like very like California surfer. Like all the women are like babe or like yeah, and also like when he was in his orange glory. I'm not sure if he was trying to help his girlfriend advertise. No, I still don't club, understand. But he would literally walk around in like khaki shorts with no shirt on at the ring. Yes. Showing off like his glorious orange neon orange chest. So I was like really pissed off that I was like I got injured like colliding with like some orange fucking Cheeto like you know god damn it you know. Cheetos I was, are just yeah. fucking up everything everywhere. No I was just mad and then um and then I, and then I thought about. Didn't our coach accidentally punch you in the face right after that? Oh my god. Well <laughs> So <laughs> it was not this a whole thing. thing. It's so it was, like it was like close to it's, it's I want to say it's sweet because they were very concerned and everyone oh cares God. about no, it was, look. Everyone cares about you. Everyone was texting all night asking how you were doing. So I think it was coming from a good place. It just oh also God. was patronizing as hell. Well, so the Cheeto like that. Well, back to, back to the Cheeto. <laughs> Oh my God, I'm not done talking about the Cheeto. <laughs> so he's okay. So I, I'm trying to. I would venture to say he's like what 21 or 22. He's in his early 20s. Yeah. Yeah, he's in his early. So he's considerably younger than I am. Like a lot younger. Like I'm old enough to be his mother <laughs> potentially. Uh, but anyways, um, at one point, like I've always thought he was a little bit of a freak show because at one point he was like, "Do you work out?" Oh, I remember that. And then, and then he was like, um, "Because, I mean." You look really fit, and I bet your body looks really nice under those pads. <laughs> and then, and the then guys, he, looks on our faces right now, like. <laughs> and then he's like, he was like, "Do you run?" Um, he's like, "Cause I run, and like sometimes I do these Spartan races. Like we should do one together." And I'm kind of like looking at him. I'm like, <laughs> "Like why?" Well, yeah, I'm like I don't, I don't understand. <laughs> and so I've always thought that this guy was really weird, and I just feel really He's a little odd. Yeah, I just feel like angry that I got <laughs> that like, like that was pretty what took much you taken down. out by a cheeto, like because it was like my you've fault. gone against like so many of like the guys out there, and like that's what ends up taking you down. I know the cheeto, the cheeto. Yeah. 
So yeah, that was a chido. So then, so then after after that happened, I was laying on ice. I couldn't really move because I, I was in so much pain. I didn't cry, but I was kind of like moaning in agony. It wasn't pretty. I mean, so then, yeah, you broke a bone. So then everyone comes over, and there are all these all these men standing over me. Like kind of having a conversation about me, and then and then our coach comes out. And normally, if someone goes down, he like doesn't come out onto the ice because right. it's just like assume that like it's going to be taken care of. But because I'm a woman, I think that also like, okay, it's not just that he also like likes you as more than just one of like the grownups who comes to skate in his well, program. Well, I've, I've been going there for a long time. Yeah. So so anyways, they 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 can't. They were worried about getting me off the ice, so they put me on those barriers that divide the ice for drills and everything, and then they dragged me off. <laughs> I, I think I got put on two of the barriers, so I'm, like, getting dragged off the ice, and I'm like, fuck, you know? Um, I understand how that was easier than just, like, picking you up and helping you off the ice. I feel, I, I think that they were nervous about it. So, then, <laughs> so dumb. They're so sweet and dumb. I swear to God. So then I was laying there, like, off the ice, and then they're still standing over me, and they're like, I don't know what to do. They were like, should we take her pants off? And I, was like, I was like, no, don't take her pants off. <laughs> Because they were trying Such to figure idiots. out like what what pieces of like gear and clothing they right. they should take off of me, and I'm like, oh my god! And and then I was also like, I can't believe that this happened on the night that I was the only woman there. I know, I know, because like, usually there are like a handful, right? And so I was like, great, I'm, I'm like just great. <laughs> Way <laughs> to make I'm, the rest of us look. Yeah, bad, now yeah. now I've like made it look like women are soft, hockey players, <laughs> like whatever. Um, and so then they then then they call the paramedics, and I'm like. Really unnecessary. Which is the right answer because your ass could not have driven yourself to the hospital. Whatever. No. No. So, um, yeah. So, anyways, I was not in incapacitating pain. I was actually, like, pretty okay. She was a total badass about it. So, like, they, we were back in the waiting room for hours and, like, they didn't give her anything until, like, right before they, like, sent her out the door again. And, like, she was just, like, acting completely normal. Like, just sitting there chilling in all of her hockey gear with her foot not even, like, wrapped up at all. Like, gross. just breathing through the pain. I was focusing, I was really trying to focus on my pain management. Like, <laughs> I, was, I, I, was I think, my zen breathing I think I was yeah. more, like, traumatized and freaked out by, like, the prison-style toilet in the waiting room that I had to use at one point. And, like, to you. Leah, like, sitting there with her, her ankle about to fall off. Well, the, like, <laughs> the other funny thing that happened was I get loaded into the, um the um ambulance and i'm you know getting driven to the hospital and then um and then the guy who like gets me from the rink after like and sees like all the hockey stuff he was like oh this was an ice skating accident and i was like uh i i guess i guess and then they bring me in and they were like oh what happened here and then they were like ice skating accident and i was like i was like i am like literally in half of my hockey gear like but can you not smell it if yeah. you're somehow blind? i mean and it's like, fine because figure skaters are badasses but i was just like i was like why is it so hard for you to like look at like me they looked at the top half of you yes which was cute and in normal clothing and they didn't get any further below that but to get I, to the giant like, shin pads and hockey what about pants. this like what about this doesn't compute for you like and then and then also it's just kind of funny people are like oh you were playing hockey and i'm like yes women do play hockey yeah. a lot of women shocker in fact, shocker a lot yeah it's like it's like you know finding like a, I don't, I don't even know. It's like four leaf clover. It's like They're a like, unicorn oh my God, or something. What? Like, yeah, I was, I was like, okay, I know, I know that hockey's not as big in Maryland, but seriously, like, there are lots of women who play hockey around yeah, here. Yeah, there's a lot. So yeah, it was pretty. So, anyways, I had surgery, and he's yeah. recovering. Yeah, I'm gonna be out for about six weeks, so I'll be back in time for the season to start up again. Well, that's good. Yeah, that's really good. 
You're not even going to miss training camp. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I'm, I'm going to work on my upper body. Every there you day. go. Yeah. yeah. So that's the story of... You do lower body stuff with your other leg, just lots of pistol squats. Yeah. I know. Kind of like I, the most jacked one thigh ever. I know. I'm, I, I actually have like a one real hockey player thigh. <laughs> Since I didn't have, I didn't have one. Does that mean when you get back out on the ice, you're just gonna skate in circles accidentally? Yeah, and you'll be I'm really actually, good in one direction. I'm actually not even gonna skate on my other leg. I'm just, gonna <laughs> just gonna use the one. I'm I'm be like, this is all I need. Like, yeah, I don't need that. I don't need two. <laughs> yeah. So, so uh, after all that, I told our coach that if he would actually teach us how to check properly, that this wouldn't have happened. Because uh, she would have known how to how to make the hit and then skate away um, from it. I mean, and he didn't he didn't buy that so much, <laughs> which is really a shame. Because like I, I feel like he's he's leaving a big gap in our education. Well, you know, I mean, <coughs> well, I I also was kind of worried. I was really concerned because I was like, if I don't remember doing that, if I legitimately don't remember doing that, is it something that I do a lot and I don't know that I'm doing it? Um. I- I'm hesitant to answer that question on account of I'm your friend and I skate on your team, so I think it's funny. You are definitely super intense. And we've talked before, like you you do go like hockey murder face, like on the when like we used to get put on different teams before, like or even during drills or like during when we were just doing like practices and stuff, like I'd be like, haha, this drill's funny, I really suck at this, and you're just like straight blank face like hockey murder robot. I don't know. No, so you turn into like you turn into Crosby on the ice. Maybe like, I you should, have no friends. Maybe I should just. I I think I need to reflect a little bit. It's kind of it's kind of like when come back you, a new you soft realize that you're player. having. You realize you're going to change your style of play. That's what you're talking about doing. You're talking about changing your style of play. Not really, but it's just more like. I think that in any aspect of life... Don't be a Tom Wilson and change your style of play. Huh? Don't be a Tom Wilson. Like score more goals. I'm going to, like, start playing hockey instead of just, like, hitting everyone near me. Yeah. And then I'm going to, like, live rent-free. 20-goal score. I'm going I'm to live rent-free in the other achieving head. I mean, I hear it's the place to be right now. Yeah. So, anyways. So, Leah's not playing hockey. Wow. Yeah, but I've been... But actually, you know what? Having... If you're going to get like injured and not be able to do anything and like have to sit on your ass all the time the playoffs are an ideal time to do yeah this. you've been able to catch like oh, yeah. absolutely I mean, everything I feel like because normally I feel guilty like I'm sitting around and it's like I can't just like watch hockey all the time but, yeah but I've actually now you been actually able to have catch. to just yeah, sit like, and oh, watch hockey all the time anything sorry yeah yeah it's a hard life yeah you would think I would know more about what's going on but I, I kind of like drift in and out of I feel like so. I don't know. I feel like the refs don't know what's going on all the time anymore either. So, well, this is a good segue. This is a good segue. All right. So, refing. A lot of people online are complaining a lot, like a lot, about refing in the playoffs. Yes, and I, I understand. I mean, especially the if it's if it's going to decide game seven, if it's an elimination yes. game, I completely get why people. Are upset, get yes. upset about those things, so I understand. But on the other hand, I just feel like the only reason that a lot of these mistakes are evident now, or not even mistakes, but oversights, are because right. we there are any number of people taking any number of videos. Yes. There are gifts, there are replays, and you can slow them down and you can watch them. Nine wanna, million times. Yeah, yeah, and of course, yeah, and of course, you're going to get the call right when you have the benefit of like fifty different angles or something right. like that. But 
the the people on the ice don't have the benefit. Oh, you miss stuff all the time. Of that you miss shit all the time. Like you know, I remember last season when my kids would play games. Like you know, I'd be watching the game and like watching what my defensemen were doing and like kind of like track and coach everything. And then I'd hear a penalty called, and I you know the kids would be like, "What was that penalty for?" And I would have no fucking clue because like you cannot watch everything. Right. When you're out there on the ice. Like, you just can't do it. Like, your eyes can only look in one direction at a time. And even if you see a replay or a gif and you see the ref looking directly at the play. Right. It doesn't mean that he can see that because he could have been obstructed by a player. Right. There could have been any. Right. Maybe he, maybe he like, had his eyes focused somewhere else and right. he wasn't zeroed in on that. Because right. Yeah, sure. There's there's a play with the puck, but there's also a, a lot there's of other stuff going on. Thousand other things happening, and and to. they're also having to be aware of where they are in relation to everybody else, so they don't get their asses creamed by an over two hundred pound, six foot tall guy in hockey gear. Yeah, or they don't want to interfere with the play right. because I can't remember what game it was, but there was like one, there was one game where. I think a team was able to keep the puck in the zone because it bounced, it like off. bounced off his rough skate. It, yeah, it yeah. bounced off the skate. And so, I mean, fine, whatever. Or, I mean, during the regular season, like, that, a ref caught a shot or a rebound, like, to his fucking face or something. Yeah. Like, so, it happens. Yeah, so you have, there's there's a lot to pay attention to, and it's really hard, and those guys are fast and huge, and, I mean, you literally do have I'm to sorry. Have I'm sorry. Goal. If you told me I had to go ref an NHL game, and I'm out there on my skates with... Some maybe, maybe minimal elbow and, or like elbow and, and knee pads and a helmet. And I'm out there with those guys wearing like pro level hockey gear, which is basically like cement and space age structures. Okay. So we're not talking like fabric gear, the cheap shit that like we wear and skate in. Like fucking no, I'm not going to be watching like, oh, where'd the puck go? Did someone touch it with their hands? I'm going to be like, okay, where's the next giant person who's about to run my ass over? And how could I not be where they're about to be? So in other words, there's just a lot, yeah, like a lot happening. I yeah. mean, it, it's just it's just a lot to expect, and I know that they're professionals and they're supposed to be able to deal with. But also, they're people. But, they're humans. But yeah, they're they can only they can only physically do so much if they right. don't have the aid of, you know, what right. the nine million spectators around the world have. Right. So I think that it's been a little bit unfair. I mean, there are some judgment calls that I think are are bad. Um, you know, like everyone goes back to the Vegas San Jose call, like that was that mm-hmm. was bad. But like, I mean, the the hand pass, I in the in the Sharks game that led to the um, overtime game winning goal. <clears throat> I'm like, he didn't. I mean, the rules just aren't set up to deal with that situation. It was a non reviewable play, but everyone is still angry at the refs, and now they're not going on to the right. next well, and, you know, how, um, round. How again? You can't if that hand pass hadn't resulted in a goal. Like no one would even say anything about it so yeah it sucks that it resulted in a goal okay it sucks but again it was game three you know this series isn't over by a long shot it didn't decide anything and you know even if they said okay yes a goal resulted we have to look at it at it how far back are they expected to go to look to see if there was anything questionable that led up to a successful play that resulted in a goal you know like it's it's the slippery slope argument you know we call that we start looking back and you see and, and you had a really good point leah that that hand pass didn't even itself directly result in like the second assist on that goal. Like yeah, it was I, so far removed from the, the goal. It might have. It might have. It might have gotten the. It might have gotten it to the player who had the secondary assist to pass. Right. Or, but I can't remember which one it was. But yeah. But like it yeah. wasn't like directly involved. He didn't hand pass it into the net. Right. You know he didn't and, hand pass it to the person right. who then scored. So how far back do you go? Like do we start doing that with every goal? Do we do that with every overtime goal? Like how how far back? Where does it stop once you start? 
looking at things like that. Yeah, and I don't necessarily mind things being reviewed, but if, if the game is going to be halted, like, every 20 seconds right. There's no for way. review, like, I mean, I think that would really take away from... Everything. Yeah, and, and it's like, okay, well, maybe the game would be more fair and everything would be technically right, but everything hasn't... It's never been that way, like... In, in the history of hockey. I mean, no game reason, ever has been that The only way. reason we know about the hand pass is, is because people, you know, be, it's because of social media and yeah. people being able, everyone being able to take videos. But, right. you know, like 30 years ago. It didn't happen. It didn't. Yeah. I mean, it just wouldn't have didn't been. Didn't exist. It wouldn't have been an issue. But, um, but yeah, I mean, in the, in the results of our unscientific poll, I think... I think maybe 58% of people thought that officiating was worse than normal this year. I mean, I feel like there's definitely been a lot more talking about it. And I don't know if it's just... I kind of have two different takes. It could just be that we're more aware that playoff officiating is different than normal season officiating, which is one of my pet peeves. You know, if something is against the rules in the regular season, it should still be against the rules in the playoffs. Like, I don't I don't believe in changing the rules to keep it playing to the playoffs, let them figure it out. I don't believe in that. Like, just call everything consistently from game one through the preseason all the way till the end. I mean, it's a really fine line, though, because I think, I think the refs probably worry that if they call too much stuff, then they're going to be accused of having a disproportionate impact on the results of the well, game. Well, I mean, but they're not calling enough now, and they're getting the same accusations. Right. And it's one of those things where I feel like if you'd start, if even, you know, game one of every series, you know, they start keeping the rules. These are the rules as of the last game of the regular season. We are still calling the same shit right now. Teams are going to figure that out, and they'll stop playing like they're in the playoffs in terms of like, okay, we know we can get away with a little bit more and a little bit more, especially the deeper you go in, the more and more you can get away with. Um, so I think that that's part of it and it's just the awareness of it is part of it. And then another thing I wonder too, is it seems like a lot of these teams are, a lot of the teams who are still remaining or were still remaining, were not expected to be this far and haven't been this far in a really long time. So I wonder how much of it too, is just like the fan bases not realizing that this is what happens in the playoffs because it hasn't been something they've dealt with. You know, it's really interesting. I remember, you know, because like both of our teams had very deep playoff runs. I mean, the Caps yeah. won last year, and I really, I mean, maybe because they won, I don't, I don't remember being particularly pissed off about any of the officiating. But oh, I or, definitely remember being pissed off about a lot of it because we didn't win. You know, right. against you guys like that, you thought that there were a lot of things the Caps that did that they should have been called on. There are some things the Penguins did that they should not have been called on. So I think a lot of it just depends entirely on, obviously, which team you're rooting for, right. you know, and how your team ends up and who you want to go further. Um, but I think it, it's always been that way. It's right. always been that way. Like, I could look back at every playoff series, like, the Penguins have ever been in that I've watched, and there's always shit, like, that got called on them because they're, quote-unquote, you know, they're the Penguins, and people don't want them to succeed, or they're the defending champ, and you're supposed you're going to be harder on them to make it more fair on other people or whatever. Like, it's just, I just feel like that's what happens in the playoffs. I mean, my... My theory, I guess, is that a lot of it stems from that Vegas-San Jose game because the refs were pretty much called to the carpet, and yes. it was a reputable refs who had been mm-hmm. who had gone deep in previous playoffs. They were excluded from moving on to the next round, which was highly unusual, and then the league called the and team apologized. and apologized. And so if I were officiating, well, I, would, I would think, you know... There's all the scrutiny on me now, so maybe I won't call as many things because 
if, if I if I do, then I'm I'm going to be subject. Right. I'm going to get run out of town well, and believe you're going to support me. Not even just the rest, but I think that the fact that all that happened also opened up to like the fans and the viewing public that the refs can be wrong, and the NHL can even say that the refs are wrong, and they can be punished for being wrong. So clearly, they can be wrong in the future too. And so now you're not just looking at it as like, oh, it's a, it's a playoff call. That's the way it is. It's not fair, but whatever. It's playoffs. Now you're thinking, okay, well, those other refs got in trouble for making a bad call that, you know, maybe debatably could have changed the outcome of the series. Like, you know, it's the same thing again now. Yeah, I mean, that's – I think that's probably – probably has some something to do with it because, I mean, the NHL monitors social media and they know. Oh, they absolutely they've got, know. They've got to yeah. know what people are saying. Of course they do. And there are any bajillion number of people who are weighing in on it. Mm-hmm. So um, so I think that it probably does have a lot to do with it. But that was back in the first round. And I think it's, I think kind of, it's kind of infected everything. Oh, it absolutely has. Yeah. Um, from, from here on out. Yeah. So, so I don't know. I mean, in general though, I, I really hate it when people complain about bad officiating. I'm like, everyone, everyone benefits from it. Everyone, everyone is harmed from it. And so, yeah. Like, that's, that's hockey. That's just, like, how it hockey is. Kind of is. How it and is. so there are certainly things that could be oh, done and, to and make it better. Is, like, it's but... not like teams are necessarily victims because there's no team that is out there perfectly playing by the rules and is getting screwed over by it. Like, every single one of those teams who makes it to the playoffs, who makes it deeper and deeper into the playoffs, is pushing every rule they can to make sure that they move on to the next round. Right. You know, they're, they're pushing absolutely everything. So teams in the regular season who would never try to do a headshot or slash or a hand pass or anything – are now doing that shit because it's the playoffs and they're so close to the cup and they want to get there. Yeah. It's just, it's what they all do. No one is perfect. No one's without sin anymore. They're having a rage blackout. They're having rage blackouts. They're having rage blackouts. They're pulling Aaliyah, okay? <laughs> it happens. Yeah, so anyways, wah, wah, wah. But anyway, I, I mean, I think that they could. <laughs> We're clearly full I know, of sympathy. I know. <laughs> this is what happens when your teams get knocked out in the first round. You don't care about anyone, and you're like, "Fuck you all, fuck, fuck you all, you big whiny baby." Yeah, like, I know. Boo-hoo, yeah, you I made know, it to the third round. Yeah, boohoo, you got knocked oh, out of the Eastern Conference yeah. final. <laughs> I know we're so yeah, <laughs> we're such salty bitches. Whatever. That's why people listen to us, right? Yeah, obviously. Yeah. Um. So, anyways, I bringing it back to the playoffs. It's like, um. I think that it's going to result in potentially some of the, some rule changes because right. there were some that were under consideration mm-hmm. from the GM's meeting that are relevant to things that happened during the playoffs. Like um, back in March when the GMs met, they were considering a rule um, for automatic review of five-minute majors. So that definitely Which could, I think be, would be informed, a good idea. Yeah, it could be informed by what happened yeah. in, the, in the first round with the Vegas. And then they're talking about expanded video review too, right? Right, of, um, of goals where the puck is batted in with a high stick. And I think it's not expanded video review because those are reviewed by Toronto. Anyway. But um, but the, the refs would actually be able to see the video um, before making a call. Right. Which I think is interesting. I mean, I, I feel like the technology is there. They should use it. Um, and I'm also really curious to see, so next season is when they start using that new puck tracking and player tracking with the uh, little little butt chips and everybody. So I'm going to be really curious to see how that changes. Where are the too. chips going to be? So the chips are in the puck, and the okay. chips are in the padding, in the gear. So I want to say, like, shoulders probably. I don't know why I'm thinking that, but it's in their stuff, not, like, in the player themselves. It's in their junk. It's in their junk. <laughs> Maybe it's in their helmets, and that's why there's now a rule that if they lose their helmet, they immediately have to get off the bench. I know, which is which is directly relevant to something else that happened in the playoffs, because um, 
Justin Williams and Brad Marchand got into that tussle where Marchand yes, that was so petty and funny. And oh then, my god! And then, um, and then, um, Justin Williams tried to take his helmet off, and I was like, ah. Well, no, it's true because we've talked about yeah. this. Like, well, we saw the future again. No, we did. No, because think about it. I would one hundred percent do that if I knew that someone had to get off the ice if they lost their helmet. I would one hundred percent be like, boop, just yeah. pulled your helmet off, Sorry. bitch. See you later. Bye. Yeah. Yeah. When did they add a new penalty for that? What would they call that? I don't know. They folded under interference, maybe? Maybe so. But there's also the whole Brad Marchand stepping on that guy's stick in the Blue Jacket series. Yeah. But there's like, what What would you call, what What would that be a penalty for? Like, I don't know. Like, I mean, being I a dick? Is like, there a penalty? No, there, maybe there should be. It's like, when being a dick, go sit and time out for two minutes. I would love to see Wes McCauley make that call from Oh my God, center right. <laughs> so don't do that. Yeah. Don't be a dick. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Two minutes for dickish behavior. <laughs> no, but he would have a long, dramatic pause. Oh my god, it'd be amazing. Two, Two minutes. minutes for being being a dick. <laughs> um, so yeah, that would be funny. And I, I mean, legitimately, I feel like you could fold stuff like that under interference because you know you think about that's what they throw it under when like a player throws a stick to disrupt the puck from getting to another player, right? Because that happened end of the regular season. Is that? Like trying to think of what else that would there, be. There are equipment violations. So maybe that's what it was, an equipment violation? Because there, because you can't take another player's stick. Because I remember Evgeny Kuznetsov got penalized for Well, that. so there's that. You can't use another player's stick. You can't pick up and right. use a broken stick. Um, but no, like, so I, I forget who it was, but we talked about it. But this player, like, a pass was going across open ice from one member of the opposing team to the other. And he threw, he couldn't get there to stop it. So instead he threw his stick. To knock the puck out of the way. But interference usually has to do... It doesn't have to do with... Like, contact the, puck. the it, player. Yeah, it usually has to do I'm, with I don't hitting. remember what they called that penalty as, because they sure enough called it. Yeah, I, I, bet it was, it was. I bet it was an equipment violation. It was probably improper use of a stick or something yeah, like that. improper <laughs> use of a stick. <laughs> yeah, I mean, not that that's... I'm sure those thing. guys know all about that. <laughs> oh, goodness. Not tight enough grip on the shaft. Just Is that go. penalty. Um, early, early release. Oh, speaking of... The worst... We, since we were talking about Brad Marchand, I thought it would be a fun opportunity to talk about our, oh, yeah, we, uh, our poll. We, we did a little poll. Yeah, we did a poll. It, it, really, it really engendered a lot of, or evoked a lot of had emotions. a lot of feelings. People, people had yeah. feelings think, about these two players. Like, over 300 people responded to the to a poll, and I, I feel it's kind of a lot. I mean, I tried to make it so that Caps and Bruins fans didn't respond, because I wanted to see right. how people outside of those organizations, or outside of those yeah. fan bases... So, like, I didn't realize... Them. I. I don't really follow the Bruins. I don't. I kind of like dislike them for some reason. I don't know Why? where that. Dis- I don't know where that dislike came from. I have fa- okay, I have my, clearly my, fam- my Massachusetts family, so I always kind of like hope they girls. do well. So I mean, prob- what probably happened is that at one point, the first or second time season, I was watching the Penguins. They played against the Bruins, and the Bruins were dicks or won or something. I just decided that I hated them. You know, at every in every every single fucking NHL team has played against the Penguins and beaten them and probably done something dickish to one of their. Players. I don't know, but they stole yeah. our colors then. Yeah. That's why I hated them. I don't oh, know. Actually, they did. Have, I don't know. The Bruins are one of the original. Yeah. Whatever, okay, whatever. Yeah, yeah. whatever. Yeah. I I have no idea. I just have these hockey things in my head that I decided I hate people and I hate them. Yeah. So that's fine. I don't know. I don't know why, but like I never really thought about Brad Marchand at all, except for when the licking thing started. It was just so <laughs> oh, fucking bizarre. So you didn't know that he was good at hockey. I didn't know anything. I was just like, I knew he existed. I guess. And then I was just like, okay, so he licks people and he causes drama. Okay, whatever. And I didn't realize how much like a lot of people hated him. Yeah, like Tom Wilson levels of hate. Well, yeah, and I think that a lot of it, 
I like the results of the poll weren't even close. So the question was, who would you rather have on your team, Tom Wilson or Brad Marchand? And I and and I and and then the another category was both, but I didn't want to have neither because I felt like too many people would just choose that as an option. And right. it's like, no, I want you to pick between having like chicken pox and poison ivy. <laughs> like you, you got to pick one. You you don't get to say you don't have chicken one. Chicken pox, hands down. Yeah. <laughs> so. um so that's why I set it up. But I, I thought maybe the results would be like a little bit more balanced just because like there have been so much Brad Marchand hate going on, but I just hadn't really thought of the fact that there isn't the only reason people aren't hating on Tom Wilson now is that he's like not playing hockey. Yeah. <laughs> and they, they that's can't, true. Yeah. That's true. So so I feel like I was kind of, you know, operating under They weren't ideal survey assumptions. conditions, right. maybe. I know. Yeah. 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 I mean at work we we like hire like Oh, like you know, statisticians yeah. and like legit people to do all that nonsense. Whatever. Yes, like I had to design like survey questions for my grad school thesis, and like that shit is no joke. Oh, yeah, you have to it ask them. No joke. Yeah, you have to ask them in uh, completely in, neutral yep. language. You have to get it approved by like an official like like board who goes yeah. through and makes sure it's like neutral enough and not right. leading at all. Like it's right. it's no joke. Right. Yeah. It's true. There are people who make a lot of money. Doing that. designing stuff like Just that. Designing surveys. Yep. Yeah. So, anyways, um, my survey clearly was not uh, scientifically sound. Yeah, maybe so, so unscientifically, like m- people by a long shot would want Brad Marchand on their team over Tom mm-hmm. Wilson. And I think part of that is just because um, people hate Tom Wilson. Well, no, I think it's also because Brad Marchand is like way more productive of a player. Like Tom Wilson has definitely started scoring a lot. Like, I feel like that was just his past season. Yeah, it's only been his past season, so he doesn't have a large sample size, but Brad we'll Marchand has like a very up. large body of work, so Yeah. So I understand the results. I was just I was just curious, but you were a little butthurt as a Caps fan, weren't you? Not really. I was actually surprised that there there were a lot of people like for people who are not Caps fans voting in the poll, I was surprised that anyone would say they'd rather have like Brad Mar I I'm, I'm sorry, Tom Molson on their team because because like Brad Marchand is like a, like over a hundred point scorer, so yeah. But on the other hand, you know, GM Jr. If he had to pick, he'd probably pick Tom Wilson. God, <laughs> you just had to like. I'm sitting here I trying did, to be I good. Did. I we're, to bring it up. We have like our merry yells about Gino and GM Jr. episode planned for later this summer when there's like no other hockey news to talk about. So I've been trying to not like spew it. But you but, know, like, I'm right? If GM Jr. took the poll, he would have voted for Tom Wilson. God. Yes, okay, let's he not. Have. He would have. Maybe maybe we should learn from the past week and things that have happened in the news and not point at what an old white man would do as the <laughs> correct course of action. Okay, you got me. Because it might not necessarily actually <laughs> no, be I the mean, right I'm course not, of I'm action. I think that's right, but, you know. But yes, he would whatever. do it because he's a goddamn moron and he needs to be fired. Just saying. Yeah. Maybe Sid will send out some unhappy emails about that. He'll be the next one to, like... I mean, this might be another good... Do we have anything left to talk about the playoffs? Oh, wait, we were going to talk about... Yeah, the, the playoffs are very sweepy. We're getting like, sweepy. Like, boringly sweepy. I know. It's really like, good. one sweep, the lightning sweep That was, was actually great. fun because... That was fun because it was like, who the fuck would have expected that? Yeah. And then also it made people forget about the Penguins being swept. So, like, no, no, thank people, you, lightning. People still... I, I think that you think that people forgot about that, but, like, people didn't forget. Like, I still remember. They haven't forgotten, but it's, like, it's it's <laughs> mainly Caps fans, honestly, on Twitter that I've seen who keep bringing it up. And it's... it's I think it's, like, whatever. Interesting. Yeah, because, like, other people, like, it happened whatever, like... The everyone sweep. in Well, everyone in the... It's not a triple sweep. I mean, Again, do, you, do we think Everyone in the universe... No, I don't, I don't feel like it's valid. I feel like, you know, it happened... 
the pens are out, it's out. And I think that if anything, it shows that like every other team who did the sweeping then got cocky and realized that like being swept can happen to literally any team at any time because playoffs are weird and mm-hmm. it's all about timing and things clicking perfectly just the right time. So And playoff hockey is just not the same as It's not the same hockey. as all at all. It's not the same at all. So, you know, shit happens and like I will say that I Again, I, I'm not thrilled the Pens were swept, obviously. I'm not, also not... I am! Inc- well, who also did not make it out of the first round, I mean, Leah? Yeah, we didn't get swept. It doesn't me. matter, though, because ultimately <laughs> you don't get partial points for not being swept if you still don't make it out of that no, round. No, you're right, you're right. I mean, that's true. I mean, basically, but, you, but you still failed. That doesn't mean I still can't be happy about it. Failing with a zero <laughs> is not any better than failing with a 40. I mean... Or I guess a 30. At least to the people who beat us made it to the Eastern Conference Final. <coughs> Bless you. Excuse me. <coughs> Bless you. Bless me. It's allergy season out here, folks. It ain't pretty. Um, so, no, I don't believe in the triple sweep. And, again, like, I think the fact that the Penguins made it to the playoffs at all is kind of a minor miracle. So, you know, whatever. Also, I'm really pissed off because even back in the beginning of May, I predicted this whole chain of sweeps, and now now it's become a thing. Now everyone's talking about it. Oh, I've, you know, you Leah, is, Leah is the hockey savant. Like, I, we're, we're going to make her go live on a mountaintop and, like, tell hockey futures, I think, since she can't skate anymore. I know. It's so sad. Yeah. I could. I'm going to put a blade on the bottom of my boot. Do it! If you were a real hockey player, you would. I know. I would have just shoved it in there. Yep. I would have been like, amputate my ankle. Yep. Just give me... <laughs> just give me the pain shot. Just yeah. glue it up. Stick some staples in there. It's fine. Yeah. yeah. Like, like, Joe, like Joe Pavelski and his eight staples in his oh, head. Oh, that's so gross. I don't know why I, I have to Players keep talking about insane, that. Because it's disgusting and you're like, you're really secretly impressed by it. Not really. I don't want to have staples in my head. Gross. Gross. Not have your brains leak out on the ice. Yeah. I'm trying to think about how... The results and the standings now make me feel about the Caps losing in the first round to the Kings. And I don't really think it makes me feel any better. I mean, it... Yeah, you tried to tell me last year when the, the Caps beat the Penguins. Like, does it make you feel better that, like, you were beat by the by the Stanley Cup champions? And it, it didn't because you still lost and you weren't there. So, like, being beat by someone who got to, you know, the third round or almost made it wherever, like, it doesn't mean anything. But... I mean, I think that there could also be more to this chain of sweeps theory than just that it's like a cool pattern. Mm-hmm. I think that the long absences from play probably affect, absolutely make a big difference. I think that they well, affect players' game readiness. We see that mindset. We see that during the regular season. Like every team who comes off a bye week, like I feel like they <clears> all <throat> suck for a game or two because they have to get their legs back. They have to get back into the swing of it. They got to get out of vacation mode. Right, and I remember. I can't remember if it was, like, last year or the year before, but the Caps were on this huge roll, mm-hmm. um, like, right before the bye week. And then I was like, oh, bummer. You know, they they have a lot of momentum now, and it's all just going to come to a screeching halt, yep. you know. And and so I think that, yeah, like, Tuka Rask is playing really great now, but, but can is he going to have that level of focus He's going to have a lot happen. I mean, he could have, like, what, a, a whole week off. Right. Yeah, because it's... Game three, so we could potentially have four more games. That's every other night. Yeah, that's eight. That could be eight days. Plus, I'm sure there there would be like a day or two, two rest. Yeah, yeah. So they could be looking at like a, a really week long and a half rest. It's a long time to lose like a streak or to lose your groove. Yeah, I think. I mean, I guess it's good for injury purposes, but I don't. I don't think it's ideal. I don't think it's ideal either. So I mean, I think I don't know, and I feel like part of it too is just the mental aspect. Where if you sweep somebody, you feel cocky. 
You know, because it wasn't even, like, a close win. It wasn't an almost win. Like, uh, but, like, if any... <laughs> I feel like if recent history is any indicator, the Bruins should be, like... Do you think they're watching all of that, though? Or they believe well, they, in they that? Ha- I think that they would have to... Act. I mean, they didn't touch They didn't touch the trophy last night. Yeah, so I know, maybe they, I know. they're like, like, okay, I'm like, shit. What? what? You didn't touch it? Cowards. Yeah. Maybe they t- didn't touch it because they know exactly what Ovi did with it last year. Yeah. <laughs> they're not sure it hasn't been sanitized enough yet. Yeah, it was so They know funny. that that trophy has seen things. No, yeah, no, it was really funny because, like, some people won't even touch it, but he actually, like, took it home and put it on his like, table. made out with it. And he, well, he used it as, like, a centerpiece on his dining room table. And I, I remember looking at it, and I was like, okay, it's, like, one thing to touch it, but it's, like, quite another thing to, like, take it home and make it a piece of your furniture. Maybe, maybe it didn't like it. So he got his cup last year, and then this season, the Prince no. of Wales trophy was like, bitch. No, it had nothing to do with that. It's all about the White House curse. Maybe it's about the White House yeah. curse. Or, you know. Maybe that's what happens. Maybe that's how the White House curse gets transmitted, by touching the cup. Well. Because the Penguins touched it. No, it, no, it doesn't get, it's not like it gets transferred from one team to another. What I think it, it is, is that maybe, like, the Penguins White House curse kind of, It like, multiplies. Maybe, no, maybe it multiplied with all the sweeps. I mean, that could be the, the genesis Maybe it could be, it. too. Maybe, maybe. Think, I think what happened is that the Penguins, the Penguins put a blood curse on, on everybody <laughs> else. So they got swept. They're like, all right, bitches. Now you know that Mary Anyone who like, does sweeping is getting swept. You know that Mary is a big dork because she just said the word blood curse. It is. It did. This is not news to anybody, Leah. We have talked about my nonsense superstitions before. This is not news to anybody. Anyways. Yeah. All right. Let's check out our topic list here. See how we're doing. All right. Um, want to talk about how we hate the athletic? Yes, we hate the athletic. I yeah. hate the athletic so like, much. So I am a subscriber to it just because I don't fucking know why. Because the clickbait makes me angry. I don't know. I thought they were legitimate. Well, you know what? Sports news in organization. The in the beginning, I would have become a subscriber to <coughs> a lot of the. They market their articles really well. Like, yeah, like, oh, you wow. think like, oh, it's legit, like yeah. good analysis, or, like something or happening. Or that they'll here. have information that you can't find somewhere else yeah no you actually you can you can find information at the athletic that you won't find anywhere else the problem is that information is all made up bullshit clickbait i know it's none of it's legit it's from quote unquote unnamed sources a source and let's be real those sources or that source is the writer themselves just like pulling shit out of their ass to try to get more clicks and like get the deadline done like it's nonsense well it's and there are multiple layers of it so like first of all there's like with all the stuff going on in women's hockey, mm-hmm. somebody on Twitter was like, "The Athletic has literally put out the same women's hockey article with a different headline four times in the last two weeks," and that yeah. is just ridiculous. It's, yeah. it's they're they're trying to deceive people into thinking that they have new material. So they're they literally just hitting republish on the yeah. same old shit. And and it would be one thing if the information in there were information that was new at some point. Right. But I don't even think that that's... It's all just been retreads. Yeah, I, I don't think it's the case. I mean, they might have like maybe like one or two new pieces of information, but by and large, like if you're paying attention to what's going on, mm-hmm. you would have already known that and someone else would have already put it in, in a story or, like, anytime they break something, it's because an organization has done a news release and everyone sees yeah. it and they're just, like, the first to be on Twitter and to talk about it. But, yeah. But, like... It doesn't actually count as, like, developing something. It's lazy reporting. Yeah. It's not so impressed. Lazy. Yep. Not no, impressed. No. And then, and then on top of all of that, it's, like, not, not only do they try to draw people in with all of these, quote-unquote, like, hot news stories that really aren't, but they also engage in rampant unfounded speculation about things to draw people oh, in. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, absolutely. So, like, I've been fixated, obviously, on, like, the nonstop bullshit about <laughs> trading Malkin 
from the Penguins, which it cannot happen because he has a no movement clause and doesn't want to leave. Mario yeah. doesn't want it to happen. Sid doesn't want it to happen. But this shit was literally every single day by every single Pens writer on the athletic team talking about how he had a bad season. He's insubordinate. He's hard to coach. He's not a good team player. He's selfish. He's surly. He has a bad attitude. And all of those things, regard they could be true. I'm not saying. I mean, I don't. I'm not going to say they are true. They're but not true. But even if they were true, it still doesn't change the fact that he is not. He's not a able, tradable player. Yeah, he's not tradable. So it's like, why are you even talking about Like, talking why are you it? talking about this? It's nonsense like, bullshit. It's and you like, don't have actual any evidence to support any of this crap. And the fact that I know that this is true is that the instant that, like, Sid put out something saying he was not pleased about this stuff going on. Because, I am not pleased. You know, he's <laughs> angry. He put in a frowny face in his emails, maybe even, like, it instantly stopped. Literally overnight. So we go from weeks and weeks and weeks of all this, like, Malkin bullshit to literally nothing it would be one thing if they talked to him and he said i'm going to request a trade or right. well, even if they talked even if they said like sources close to malkin say he's requesting a trade but like short of that it's like there's why nothing. are we doing this there's nothing yeah I we're mean, just stirring up shit to stir up shit be, and, and then there was another article um or there was another I, I don't even know what you would call it like another piece about um like the likely trade target oh right, piece, like, right? yeah and so brett Connolly, he's he's i think he's an unrestricted free mm-hmm. agent so the Caps have to decide what to do with him. I mean, personally, I really hope they keep him. But um, they were like, oh, he would be a great fit for the Penguins. Blah, blah. And it's like, okay, you know, maybe maybe that's true. But have you even looked into whether or not that would be feasible? It's whether, not feasible. Yeah, There's like, not money. There's not room for him. He like, scored, it's, he, he was very productive this season. It's not going to happen. Yeah, they like, these are completely him. unrealistic, unlogical things. Like, it's, if you're going to talk about legit real stuff, like, talk about, like, the Holtby situation. Like, you know, he's coming up on a contract renewal next season. Right, he has, right? He's, and then, he's, he's locked in for this coming season, but then after right. that... And that's what's like, so what knows. are they going to do with Holtby with Samsonov coming up, with the expansion right. draft coming? Like, that's a legitimate debate. Like, yeah. what are we going to do about the Penguins' defense, which is arguably garbage to anybody who isn't trying to climb up GMJR's asshole? Or like, if they had talked... Legitimate to things. Yeah, and if you want to write about Brett Connolly potentially being traded to the Penguins, then talk to the Caps organization. Talk to the Pens and see... Try right. try and actually see if there's any actual interest rather than just making Or actually up. maybe throw that shit out there and yeah. then say, actually, though, this wouldn't be possible because he's going to want this amount of money, which doesn't fucking exist in these organizations. Yeah, I mean, it's just a waste it's of just, everyone's time. What it's, the fuck? Like, yeah. why, I, I would be insulted as a writer, like, writing about that shit, knowing that it was all just made of bullshit, and I was wasting my time writing nonsense. It's kind of like, it's kind of like when people have, like, fantasy, imagination stuff about, like, oh, who would be my celebrity boyfriend? Like, that's, like, it's pretty like, look, much, that's the equivalent there is of, a, of that. There is a place for fanfic, and right. that place is AO3. That place is not the fucking athletic where people are subscribing and paying a fee to get legitimate, well-sourced, trustworthy information. Cause I would, yeah. I mean, I, it's, it's, it's like just insane to me that mm-hmm. you can, you can just put that fucking out there. Make up whatever. Yeah. And never cite anything. Just cite a source said. Yeah. yeah. So it just, well, athletic. we read an article that really got us mad this week about, um, the women's teams right. not playing. And literally this entire article was talking all about um, players in the NWHL who aren't joining the, the for the game boycott or strike and, and aren't doing it. And it literally, literally the entire article, so the headline made it sound like there are a whole lot of players who aren't taking part of it because they don't believe in it, because they weren't approached, because they felt blindsided, whatever. Um, when you actually read the article, there is literally one single unnamed source. Yeah, there's one. one, there's one player who has come out and said... She's she's been vocal about it. There are some like if you check their social media feeds, they like 
the, this like, entire article relied on yeah. the one unnamed source. Yeah, because and and it wasn't even so much that players don't support it, but the the article and and I don't think this was an athletic article. I think that this was from another source, but I can't remember. I think it was athletic because I think okay. I had to. Oh, is that the one that you sent to me? Paywall around you. Not oh, yeah. that I would ever go around a paywall. <laughs> that's, the one I, that's the one I viewed on your phone. Yes, <laughs> with my paid subscription. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, so it, like, there's a distinction between not supporting it and then also, and, and then, and then making the claim that you were pressured and that, right. and that you, you feel like you would be ostracized for not right. supporting the movement. So, yeah. so, yeah, it's just, it's just sloppy and, and, and sloppy. Sloppy is a really good way to describe it. And yeah. then, oh, and then the other the other reason that I'm kind of pissed at the athletic is because of Sarah Sivian, who is the Canes reporter for the Athletic. I'm just I'm I'm kind of shocked at how I wouldn't say unprofessional she was, but you know she she had she put something out about how the Bruins are way better than the Caps, and I'm like whatever, you know. Yeah. I just had like some stupid response that was like I disagree, you know, like I don't care, but you yeah. know, like a lot of fans get really right upset he about, about that stuff. Yeah, yeah. He did, and, and and as a as a journalist, like you should know that, and so it's fine if you want to put that out there, like whatever, have at it. But on the other hand, you can't you can't be all like I don't know why they're so indignant and mad, and it's like well their team because you el- said something inflammatory. Yeah, and it's like their team got eliminated from the playoffs by the team that you're covering that you're clearly partial to. Right, and so they're already not really really like friendly with you anyways, and then you're trying to like you're poking the hornets. Yeah, and so then but like so it wasn't even that, but but like somebody had responded, um, and then. And and said something, and then then she like responds. She's like, "Oh, just go cry more." And I'm like, "What? What is that? Like, yeah. what kind of like that's the sort of bullshit of, you yeah. see from randos on Twitter yeah. when you get into Twitter awards? What's fine? That you don't see that from professionals on their professional verified account doing that to like shit that they instigated. Yeah, I mean, you know, like if someone says something, fucking ignore them or block them, but don't rile them up. Yeah, when when it, when you're the one who started it, right. saying something. <laughs> that people shouldn't get that upset about right. but you know but you know that twitter is how it is and that's how people are so it's like if you're fucking gonna, two for instigating yeah like you started yeah it. if you're gonna do that whatever but i don't know so anyways athletic <laughs> i was gonna i was i've been so tempted to get a subscription for so long because i felt like i was missing out on interesting information but i'm like no at this point honestly no i'm only keeping it because that way i can go read their articles and see exactly what nonsense bullshit they're putting out yeah and try to find better sources to refute things yeah. Because it's just garbage. Yeah, I mean, it's it's stuff, like, anything they do put out is stuff that you could get from reading mm-hmm. any any other number of things. Like, just, like, just like case in point, there was, a, there was a list of trade bait, and I think, I don't know if it was put out by TSN, I can't remember who put it out, but, like, none of the players that the Athletic were speculating about were even on the list. Yeah. Because there's no, because, like, unlike the Athletic, this news organization or media organization actually, like, examined which players would be tradable. Right. Like, Malkin's not on the list. He's not all on the, the fucking list. Yeah, he's not on the list. Because so. he's not going fucking anywhere. Yeah. So. Nor would whatever. we want him to because you do not trade away a fucking generational talent. I think he would. Short, know, of, short of getting literally every single first round pick. I mean, in that year's draft lottery. Mary, I mean, I'm going to be like the athletic and stir up some shit. I'm, I'm like, <laughs> maybe he and like Ovi are becoming like really chummy over in. Oh over yeah, in the yeah, because like, our because our header photo totally shows yeah, that they're best friends now. Yeah, <laughs> best friends forever. They're, they are. They look like they're having a great time, and I would totally love each other. Or that could have been the conversation, like when they were like talking. Maybe they like were talking about like what if we actually played on a real team together, and maybe those were their respective. Look, reactions. I just, I just, you know, Ovi is pissed <laughs> off that he's second line. 
Malkin's on first line. Oh, yeah. For Russia. Yeah. Like, you know, there is no friendship happening there right now. I love it. It's beautiful. Yeah. I'm so happy for Gino going out there and kicking ass right now. <laughs> Fuck you, Pittsburgh media. Although, I have to say, like, everyone everyone who, who thinks that the worlds are, like, a measure of how good somebody is in the NHL, it's, it's not, not really. I mean, I think, think about it. It's like the Olympics. Like, you're literally playing with the best <laughs> of the best out of your entire country. Obviously, you're going to do really, yeah. really well. Yeah, well, and also you're playing it, like, a lot of the teams you're playing against are, like, I mean, Great, great Britain. Britain. Like, yeah, I mean, yeah. And, and it's great. They find, They made it back to the main you know, the main stage this year. But, like, you can't be like, look at how great, blah, 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 performed against Great Britain. It's, like, not a measure. It's right. Like, that isn't the level of competition. You it's like, it's like when, yeah. when you know, the, like the U16 team comes out and plays against the adults. And yeah. they're like, look how great they did against yeah. the adult team. And it's like, okay, well, you've, you're actually competent and we're a bunch of bozos. So that yeah. doesn't actually prove it's like, anything. It's like we're, we're cones. Congratulations. Great job. <laughs> yeah. Oh, speaking of... Speaking of people who did great jobs, who did a great job? Who did, <laughs> who did, a, did such a great job? Great job. Oh, he's so job. good. He's the no. best player I ever. Oh, he's so great. He should have been on the top I, line. We should see. He, he should have been on the top line with Malkin. Actually, forget Jack Hughes and Capo Kakinen. Like, see if Putin can be drafted. I know. Eight goals in a game. I know. That's a amazing. Single whole eight, game. Eight goals. That's amazing. Yeah. Like, he's the best ever yeah you know how like everyone was like skating away from him when he had the puck and like not like, they to take knew it. Like, they, they knew, knew like they how knew good the, he was yeah like even if they tried like super hard they were yeah, like, like no they way didn't like, wanna, like they didn't want to make him have to like turn on the rockets and like like harm yeah. them i know because like, like no yeah, we can compete with that yeah they knew yeah, they and like know. the goalie who like super awesomely like conveniently never had his pads where they needed to be yeah like, or like dropped his glove yeah like yeah like he totally knew he didn't want that puck to go right through his pads so he had to buy new ones like exactly and he didn't want to he didn't want to get injured right his, like goalie gear Those that hard stops ass really really hard shots yeah yeah i know that's awful i know i mean it was just it was a joy and an honor to watch he was just amazing he was amazing so aspirational i know was best ever I, I hope i can play like that someday yeah me too i mean yeah. i'm hoping that like when i come back from my injury maybe i'll be like a new player and yeah. i'll be just like that instead of thomasino wilton you'll be uh leah putin <laughs> That doesn't sound right. I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so like he's he's our new hero, yeah, obviously. He is. Yay, Yay Putin, Putin, Putin. Putin. <laughs> Just uh, watch out for those red carpets like, way off the ice. Right. Oops. Poor red carpet. Poor red carpet man in Poor Siberia man. right now. I know. Oopsies. I the the best part about that is that it got it got out and he wasn't able to stop footage of that from coming out. Oops. Like that's amazing. I wonder if it hurt. Do you think his face hurt when he fell on it, the carpet? I do. That had to have hurt. <laughs> like I have wiped out on ice. Like that fucking hurts. Yeah. So. Doesn't feel great. I don't think you ever say anything. Putin doesn't feel pain. No, he doesn't. He doesn't feel and pain. And what is pain, after it's all, beyond Mary? pain. What is pain? It's weakness leaving the body. That's right. But he doesn't have weaknesses. Yeah. That's right. So he doesn't even have weaknesses. So <laughs> what, there would what? be nothing. He would feel nothing. Yeah. You know, what What leaves your body at that point? <laughs> Passion. Humanity. I'm going to try that. The next time someone <laughs> says that to me, I'll be like, I have no weakness. I have no weakness. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. We entertain ourselves, don't we? We do entertain ourselves. We're probably gonna enter ourselves right, entertain ourselves right into a re-education camp someday. But yeah, you know well, what? If, that's okay. If things, if things keep going the way they're going, I mean, I don't. It's think, gonna happen. I wonder. Yeah. 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 Um, right. After when Canada wins the Stanley Cup. <laughs> so. Uh, oh, Canada. Oh, so I guess 
Um, I guess we can talk about women's hockey now. Yes, so women's hockey. So a couple there's, weeks ago now. Yes, there has been a lot. That there's been a lot. So basically, the most of the CWHL players put out a, a statement for the game saying that they would not be playing in a professional league this year. In North America. In North America. Until they receive the resources yes. that professional hockey players yes. deserve. Professional athletes deserve. So it wasn't only... CWHL players so, and WHL players did too. A lot but of, it was it was majority like most right. of the CWHL and then a large portion of the NWHL as well. I think so. I don't know the exact numbers, but it was definitely it was a, lot. a lot. Um, like enough, I think that it will potentially affect their ability to actually have a league. Yes, and I think that uh, I want to say that the Buttes basically lost all of their players, which is part of why they ended up the the owners of the team, the Pegulas, basically ended up releasing it back to the league because they're they don't have a team right now. They have no players. Right. Um, and then um, even some high-profile college players mm-hmm. um, who haven't been in the professional scene yet, like Annie Pankowski and Lauren Gable signed on to it. And then also um, there were international players, um, or not international, but there were European players who signed on to it too, um, like Ven Lehovi yeah. and Morarati. Uh, so, so yeah, it's like a pretty... It's a really big deal. Yeah, and most of the players, I mean, it has all of the... I wouldn't say it has all of the top players, but, you know, talent-wise, it's it's most of the best talent. I mean, not right. everyone... I mean, it's it's, it's basically yeah. the most of your superstars, which is going to make right. it really hard for even if the NWHL can field a couple teams next season. I think that given the quality of play that people expect and want to see, it's going to be really hard for them. Right. I mean, and it's kind of interesting because it's not like a... It's not a boycott where... You're saying don't associate with this organization because this organization is bad and we want it to change. It's more a it's more of an effort to draw attention to a lack of resources that affects the sport in general. Right. So, but it's kind of odd because it's it's in a, in effect like a de facto boycott of the NWHL right. because. They're the only existing the professional league in the NWHL can't give them what they America. need. Right, so... They've kind of demonstrated that they cannot. So, yeah, so the question... There there are a lot of interesting questions. Um, like, first of all, I mean, what's what's actually going to happen this year? Um, even a lot of the players have said that they're not... Who, are, who have signed on to it don't think that there will be a solution this year. So right. they're definitely sitting out this year, and they'll probably play in other Areas. capacities, perhaps. Like, they could play in Europe, or they right. could play... They might have exhibition games, or they they're they're going to do something, but it's not going to be. I mean, there have been a couple players though who've said that they they acknowledge that this will probably be the end of their professional career, just because they think that there's you know, what they need isn't going to exist this season or soon enough for them to come back. Right. Which I think really like demonstrates how deeply they care about this for the future of the game. Right. So I mean, uh, some of so I guess the question is like, what do we think about all of this? I mean, some of the criticisms of the movement have been. It doesn't have very clearly defined goals. They haven't said exactly what they want or what they're not getting and why the NWHL can't give that to them. Right. And so for me, I'm kind of like, okay, they, they want to make a living wage. That's uniformly like one yep. thing that everyone says. We want to make a living wage. And so I know that the players have talked to the NWHL, which is in the, their players association is in contract negotiations with the league. And so they're working, they worked out a, a media revenue sharing agreement. They're, they're, they're trying to do things that will put more money in the pockets of the players. But I mean, I, I think that nobody, I, I don't think that there's even been a statement by the NWHL saying we're going to offer a living wage. They, they can't. And so, no and so way you that should they play. Can. 
right? And so I don't, I don't think that the the players should be who are doing it should be criticized for not being specific enough when right. n- there's no one offering anywhere near in the ballpark right. of what they for that do. one basic thing. Right? They, th- it's just not going to happen. Like they're not right. like who knows? Like the NWHL said that salaries will increase, but. There hasn't been any information in the public at all about what that would look like. Or how they'd accomplish it. Because, yeah. Because exactly. we've already seen, like, you know, when the NWHL started, they were offering more money than the CWHL. The very next season, they had to cut salaries because they couldn't afford to do it. Right. So, like, they've demonstrated that they cannot meet their promises in terms of, like, a paycheck. And, and, and it would be one thing if the NWHL had a long history and there were some things that were kind of blips on the radar right. that would lead you to think, okay, maybe maybe they just went through a rough patch. Or they've improved of, or they've solved right, things. Right, but they, they have a really short history. Mm-hmm. And in that short period it's of time... It's basically all blips. Yeah, they, they haven't really done anything to instill confidence. I mean, right. I, like I, I, because like even if they do have a good contract, I don't think that the players really trust the fact that they would be able to offer the same terms on a continuing basis. Right. Right. I mean, and I think I think trust is a really good word too because I think that, that a lot of players just don't trust the league. And when you look at how they haven't, you know, they've backed off on agreements about paychecks. When you look at the first thing they did when the CWHL folded was to immediately announce that they're going to open their own teams in two of their cities. It's just a lot of really shady behavior. Yeah, and it's a lot of it's a lot of things that might cause you to question whether or not they can deliver in the future too. Right. Like um, and and there there have been there's been information that's been come out that's come out since then about the operation of the league, and so for instance there was um, the whole thing with the Whitecaps who were the only team in the NWHL this season to actually turn a profit. So everyone everyone thought that the league owned the Whitecaps, but it turns out that that deal was never consummated. And so the league actually didn't own the only profitable team. So I mean we don't know whether or not. Um, the league actually got the profits or, you know, what type of revenue they obtained from the team. But that's a pretty big deal. So the question is, did, was it, was it intentional? Oops, forget to sign a contract. Yeah, or was it an oversight? Because if it's an oversight, that, that doesn't look good. It's unconscionable. But then if it's intentional, everyone's been operating under the same, the assumption, like the media has been operating under the assumption that it was league owned. And so. And so that the league could produce a functional team. And if that's not the case. And, but no one corrected it. So if if I were the league and I didn't own the team. You should have said. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how that would have come out, but it just seems odd to let something like that go that. It's not just odd, it's lying. Yeah. Even lying by omission, you're trying to say like, this is going really well and we're getting a lot of really good credit for this. We're just going to let people keep assuming. Well, the other part of it is that it probably affects what you, like how investors feel too. Yeah, absolutely. Because if you're, if you're saying, okay, we own this many teams and you in fact don't own that many right. teams and you don't own the only team the to The one that's profit, successful. Then, then, I mean, that, that right there would be caught, that would give me pause in terms right. of like, do I trust that the league is actually going to be able to deliver on the promises? And maybe, and I'm sure, I mean, people have a lot more information than we do about what's going on inside. They might maybe. have more of a basis to believe that, but I can't really blame the players for not wanting to pin their right. hopes on the NWHL because, like, from the NWHL's perspective, their their whole shtick is like, okay, if we get everyone playing under the NWHL, we will be able to offer the best possible product because we're going to have all the best players playing against each other, and then we can grow from there. And you know, the sky is the limit. So that's kind of that's that's how I think they're trying to sell right what they're doing. But um, I think unless they can produce really detailed plans, 
they're not, it, it doesn't count for anything because again, they don't have any sort of like basic trust level to build on. They haven't proven that they're capable of doing anything successfully yeah. really yet. So there's, there's no like, okay, sure. I'll trust that we'll be able to like make this up as we go and turn it into something great. Like I would want to see all of that spelled out on paper, like prove to me that this is going to happen. Or even more transparency with financials. Right. And I don't know how much was disclosed to the players, but if I were making the decision as to whether or not I was going to be in the for the game camp or the NWHL camp, I would want to know I would want to know what what the finances yeah, absolutely. say. Absolutely. Like what sponsors do you have lined up? What are your projections? Mm-hmm. What are your basis for the, what is your basis for those projections? Yep, absolutely. Because without that, you're pretty much flying blind. So to the extent that the NWHL is criticizing for the game people for, you know, diving into this without knowing what the future looks like, it's it's in some respects, kind of the same thing. Right. I mean, it's you, you just don't know. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, the other interesting thing that has come up is that people, there are a lot of people who are like, oh, the CWHL was just as bad, if not worse. And and, and I agree. I mean, it, it was. Yeah, I mean, they yeah. folded without notice, and we still don't know why. Players and, still didn't get their bonuses, as far as we know. Like, yeah. It's shady, too. Yeah, yeah. so completely shady but but like that's but but it's like kind of obscuring the bigger question which is like what is the right thing to do right. now um and it doesn't matter it doesn't really matter if the nwhl was better than the cwhl or what i mean it's really irrelevant at this point no it's one of the, it's going from the frying pan into the fire you know honestly like why are you going to go from one not great situation into another not great situation that's maybe slightly better but still isn't like good or sustainable or will allow you to fucking feed yourself like why would you do that when you finally have the chance to say, okay, maybe now we're going to stand together and like try to see if we can do something actually good? Yeah, I mean, the I the other the other thing is like what impact what impact is all of this going to have on the future of the game? Right. So, like if if the NWHL ends up fielding teams without the two hundred players that are sitting out, like what how how is that hockey going to look? How good is that hockey right. going to be? You know, and and of course there there could be an asterisk, and it could be you know, or without a lot of the great players. But a lot of people just see that. Like I, I I mean, this is kind of unscientific on my part, but I think that people are so critical of women's sports that they might tune into it once to see yes. whether or not it's worthwhile. Yeah. And and if they see something that they think is substandard, especially if there are so in biased, terms of play, in terms yeah. of broadcast quality, in terms yeah. of sound, in terms of anything, right? You're gonna lose them forever. Yeah, I cause I I don't know that. I don't know that they would ever come back aside from right. something really splashy like, you know, the NHL, like, rolling out a new league and, well, and going all Well, and when you think about it, too, like, like it. people who are hockey fans, right? Because that's who we're trying to get, more hockey fans to watch women's hockey. You know, they're used to what the NHL puts out, which is a very crisp, professional-looking product with, like, good skaters. You can find it on TV. You can find it on the internet. You can watch the fucking games when you want to watch them. They have announcements. They have good video, good sound, all of that stuff. Like... That's what people are expecting when you tell them, hey, let's watch hockey. Professional hockey. Right, let's watch professional hockey. That's the product you're expecting. So if you can't give people that, they're not going to come back and watch it. And we've talked about this before. Like, we could find junior-level games with better production quality than what the women's leagues were able to put out. You know? And it's sad, and people aren't going to keep coming back to watch it. Like, the vast majority of people, casual fans, are not going to keep watching it. Yeah. I mean, because I did... I have actually been asking people who I know who are hockey fans but don't watch women's hockey mm-hmm. and the response has been well you know i would probably tune in once to see what it looked like right and so right. it's it's all about capitalizing mm-hmm. on 
that one opportunity. And of course, you know, whatever comes out of this for the game movement, it's not immediately going to be like NHL, NHL level qualities of production. It's right. not going to be like that. But, um, but I also, but like the main thing is like with the level of play, women's hockey already gets a lot of criticism for not being fast enough, not being mm-hmm. physical enough, not being, not being as skilled as, as the men are, which I think is completely off base. But, but like, if, if you field teams with players that have gotten that, roster that spaces... That wouldn't otherwise be there. That wouldn't otherwise be there. I don't really know right. if you're doing the game that much of a favor. Right. But then, I mean... But I also think that raises another question, which is, like, what responsibility do these women have to actually make the game better? I mean, is it fair for them to not do what they want and play for the NWHL because they have this obligation, overarching obligation to the game. It's like, maybe they should just be allowed to like fucking play hockey and do what they want. I don't know. Well, I know? feel like people can do what they want. I mean, I'm, I'm all about, yeah. especially this week, I am all about women doing what the <laughs> yeah. fuck they want because yeah. they can make those fucking decisions. And it's also like, you know, you don't have an obligation. And, and just because something exists and it's maybe not great and it's not crappy, like, why would you want to keep something crappy, not great around just so, like, other girls can grow up and play in this crappy, not great thing and have to hold down a full-time job so that they can then afford to play hockey professionally on the side? Yeah. You know, it's not great. It's not really doing anybody any favors. Yeah. I mean, I think it all depends on whether or not you think that women's hockey can grow without doing something immediately drastic. And I don't really think that it can necessarily because... I don't think it can. I think that if you don't pay the players a living wage, they've... Like, even with the level of play, they won't have time to work out. Right. They, they, they don't. They don't have time to train. They're not as physically fit and conditioned as they, they could be. They have awful ice times. Yeah, like, they can't. It's just, they can't focus on it the way that professionals yeah. need to focus on and, it. And they have, their, they have their team practices, but they don't have, a lot of them don't have the opportunity, like, ice time-wise or, mm-hmm. or personal time-wise because of their full-time job. Like, they don't have the opportunity to continue honing their skills. Right. And so... Like, I was listening to an interview with a player, and she said that she had skill regression because, like, in college, she had a lot of ice time. She could work on her individual skills, but once she got... When she got out of the college environment, she she can't work on her stick handling. So she's like, it's when you gone think about downhill. it, like I I was just sitting here thinking, like think about how much ice time you and I could potentially get in a given week, right? At our rink. I mean, we're talking. We could. There have been periods, long periods of time where we could be on the ice Five every single day of the yeah. week. You know, easy, easy. Not like super stupid late at night, like daytime, evening, weekend stuff. We could get our butts on the ice to do skills, to do scrimmages, to do like stick and puck, puck like. We could play individual like stuff like tons and tons of opportunities to do that and we are not pro hockey players what i know we're not as good as putin yeah I, I know we're just not what you know one day one day someday we'll be as good as putin <laughs> so i mean like if if we are able to get that much ice time it is fucking criminal that the pro athletes cannot do that same thing right i mean i guess it's they criminal could, they could probably like go to local rings for stick and puck but they're not gonna be able to do they're not, like, you know, us yeah. dodging a bunch of yeah. children is one thing. Yeah. Like, we're not doing anything all that dangerous. Like, yeah. whatever. You know, like, but Brianna they, Decker trying to dodge a bunch of two-year-olds while she's practicing yeah. or stick like, handling or, like, or you shots. Can't practice, you can't practice your, like, 75-mile-an-hour slap shot. Yeah, like, around the small children. Yeah, like, that's exactly. probably not advisable. Yeah. I mean, we yeah. don't need to do that. I mean. Yeah. I'll I mean, practice my 75-mile-an-hour I don't need to practice my 75-mile-per-hour slap shot ever because it's perfect already, obviously. Right. But much like you have no weaknesses in there. Much, I have no, no weaknesses. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So, so yeah, I don't, I don't think that, um, I don't think that the game will actually grow without the players first making a living right. wage. And so, so it could be that maybe if you go the NWHL route, 
and things go well, then maybe in like ten years they'll be at the a, a place where they can. Right, but uh, but but that's a gamble. That's it. That's a that's really a big, big gamble. gamble. And again, like when you've seen that, like you know, the the NWHL does not seem willing to make great big changes or to change the structure of their league or to do anything that might like move things along faster. Maybe it is time to blow it up and just start over with something new and give it a try. Who knows? Who knows? Yeah, we certainly don't. No, we don't. So I guess we'll see. Anyway, I support them. I yeah. think they're badasses and very brave. We support them like the NHL Players Association. Fucking NHLPA. Oh yeah, so if you didn't Lame. know, the, the NHLPA, we were wondering if the hockey men were actually going to you know, <coughs> The answer is apparently no. Yeah, no, they're no help. They're actually counterproductive. So they issued this statement, and they said that they were glad that the women were taking responsibility for, for, their, 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 future for their, their future and their careers. And that they have opinions that should be heard should be listened to yeah or respected or something yeah and then basically like we're glad the ladies have opinions and want to say them i mean but it was even worse than that because like by saying we're glad that they're taking it into their own hands they're behaving like they they don't have to have anything to do with it or or that they haven't been doing it in the first place they're like they're like acting like oh well good you you were like not doing anything but it's like but good what's really sad for me is that the fucking nfl players association put out a much better statement much sooner that basically said yeah we agree with them they should have what professional athletes deserve good job yeah i like i would be really interested to know how that came about you know what was the process to get the nflpa to take a stand somewhere like you know so kendall coin schofield is married to right. an nfl player so i wonder if right. that had anything Chargers. to do with it yeah I, w- I was wondering about that but he's not he's not but like still a he's right. not a big superstar he's not like you know no no whoever like, tom brady yeah i have to sit here and think of a football person because i'm yeah. just like yeah oh, he's no tom brady know, that's right. know, but yeah. he's not a big football person um but then you think like too okay so like amanda best kessel has fucking philip kessel who ain't said shit yeah, he could actually pay for the whole fucking. League he could because, fucking like yeah. seriously fucking yeah, buy a team, Philium. I know. Like, whatever. Quit golfing for a day or two and like do something. Yeah, the only NHL player to actually say something was Ian Cole from the Avalanche, and oh. that was that was only because they specifically asked him in an interview, and he's like, "Oh yeah, yeah, like everyone in the locker room supports them," and I'm like, "No, I mean, do you? Because you certainly haven't said anything." Don't make me like Ian Cole. No, but I, I mean, no, it's like bullshit. He wasn't going to say anything like until he was... the lowest bar. Yeah, he was, He had to be specifically asked about yeah. it. So, whatever. Bozos. Yeah, so hockey men, no help. Useless, as usual. Yeah. So, anyways, I've decided I'm going to volunteer. You should. <laughs> I'm going to volunteer as tribute <laughs> to, to help with whatever whatever comes next. For whatever new thing comes next. Yeah. Would you help with the NWHL? I, am, I mean, I don't have anything personally against the NWHL. I just, like, I just you don't just really... side-eyed them. Side-eyed them. I, yeah, I don't, I don't really think that it's a very trustworthy right. organization. Well, it's not... There's no transparency. Like, there was, like, right. a whole lawsuit about... In the beginning about Danny Ryland getting, like, money from some guy to help fund the league. And then him saying she didn't pay him, but they didn't have a memorialist contract. And then I'm like, how are you doing business like that? Like real businesses, like you actually have contracts. You don't just like get money from a friend without like documenting that or like having some type of contract. So I'm kind of like, what is that? No transparency, no good track record. It's just a whole lot of, like, so if I were to pin my hopes on an existing league, being able to build and have incremental growth that would one day lead to what I wanted, which is possible, it probably wouldn't be that. Like, I just, like, right. just from an outsider perspective, like, I, I'm not biased, I, I don't think, in favor of either the CWHL defunct or whatever, and the NWHL, but, like, I don't, 
I, I wouldn't trust that. I mean, and then also if the CWHL like still existed or something, and we found out about all of this shit that happened. I mean, we'd be just the, as pissed yeah, as them. Be, yeah, we would just be. We would be just. Where as the skeptical. fuck did that money go? Yeah, yeah, we still don't know. So if if those people who were running the CWHL decided to start their own league and said they should be in charge of everything. If it were, like, the same board of directors, I would be like, yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, so. no, nice try. Yeah, so so I just, I, I think, like, for, if, if I were one of the players and I had been burnt by the whole right. getting my salary slashed and only getting noticed, like, after the season had started, I would be, I would be not wanting to be involved yeah, I agree. with that. And I wouldn't yeah. trust them with the future of something that was important to me. Right. So, yeah. anyways. But too bad I'm not a professional women's hockey player. So. Not yet. Yeah. It's only come because, back bigger, it's only bigger stronger, ankle, harder. It's only because my ankle was broken by the Cheeto. <laughs> taken out by the Cheeto. It was taken out by a Cheeto. So you avoid junk food, Leah. I know. And, and spray tans. I hope the Cheeto never listens to this. <laughs> Don't worry. I think we're safe. I think, I think so, I think too. we're super safe. All right, folks. So I think that's all we had for this week. That's it. We're going to have some more uh, playoff nonsense to talk about next week, I guess. Bruins versus blah 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 whoever Bruins versus who Mary hmm if we were wearing our tinfoil hats we would say the Sharks I I was about to say because because the league wants because the the league wants the Sharks wants uh, Thornton to get his cup yeah they should just I mean really I think the only thing that people want for Thornton is for him to score four goals oh fucking yeah do it yeah like he's not allowed to retire until he does it I know like, if he is retiring, like, if he's, he's decided he's done, like, you have to do it. Like, tell your teammates, look, we're making this happen, and then do it. Because what's the league going to do to you at that point? Yeah. Nothing. It's Absolutely true. nothing. Well, interestingly, you know, they could play Boston in the final, and that was a team they were playing when he almost scored four goals. See? So it could be, like, See? it could be a big Not setup. to happen. It could be Destin. See, Bettman's like, I'll show them. They all hate me. <laughs> I'll make them enact like the biggest hockey meme ever. I like it. I like it. All right. Well, we'll see you next Tuesday.